0: God's People on today's show I welcome LaToya Early of Chase Great University to the Inspired Guys People Podcast family. Yeah, you're gonna be hearing a lot more. LaToya, I can talk, I can say her name. Um, what else we do? Oh. It's all about the marathon of Eo. Oh, we talking about the 10-year marathon we, re, Marathon, I could talk, dang, I'm messing up the intro We gonna get into a lot of a history and uh, experience and things that I've done and Toya's done And we gonna have some fun and we gonna challenge you as well um, But right about now, sit back, relax, and enjoy and the inspiration, inspiration. Uh.
1: Inspire guys, Inspire people, guys, the
0: podcast. goodbye My wife thinks I'm crazy How did we get here? And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. It's some things about to change around here. Yo, man, it's going to be a lot of change coming to Inspire God's People in 2022 and beyond. So I just want to get you prepared for that. Today is the start of some of that change, and I'm really excited about it. Really, really, really hype about it. Um, we're going to have joining the Inspire God's People family um, starting today is going to be none other than Latoya Early of Chase Great Enterprises. She's been on the show, Chase Great University, my bad. Uh, Toya has been on the show various times, um, has given us some of our best episodes, and um, she's going to be joining the family. So get used to hearing her voice. Look, we're growing, we are expanding, and uh like right now, you know, what we're planning is she's probably going to be on uh one or two episodes a month more consistently. We will see where where it goes from there. I have some other thoughts and plans on expanding, maybe uh welcoming some other people into the Inspire Guys people folk. The goal here is to continue to expand, give a well-rounded voice to Faith in business, what we talk about here, because I really want to help people get guided to their purpose. And the thing is, you know, I have a perspective. I'm one person, uh, one life experience, and I want to continue to expand and develop in that area and give also, you know, Toya is, you know, we're going to talk about that. Let me not ruin nothing because we had uh, this conversation about two days ago. Now, let me say this before we get into it. I think it's going to be a great episode. But feel me on this, y'all. I ain't talked to y'all in a minute. I think it might have been about, it might have been, has it been two weeks since I've done the show? I don't know. 10 days. I apologize. I'm in transition right now on a lot of, lot of things. Lot of, lot of, lot of things. Lot of transition going on in my life. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that. I'm trying to get better, y'all, at sharing things. You know, look, my philosophy <laughs> is I like to keep my life private my my strategy open? Strategy public, life private. But sometimes I got to share experiences, A, so that you know they're real, so that you know I'm not talking out of the side of my neck. I do like to establish credibility with y'all, you know, to be able to share, like, hey, these are some of the things I've done. Um, And also, look, I'm the kind of person, my goal is for you to never have to ask me how I did it because I told you while I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like hey, you never got to ask me how I did it if I told you while it was happening, but sometimes I think people miss like the fact that what I'm telling you is so real to me, like I'm doing it too. We could do this together, we could grow together, be better together, all that. Let me say this. Um Toya triggers me. I just want y'all to know that. In real life and on the show, whatever, when me and Toya get into a conversation, You might get a slightly different side of me. I tend to be a little more open. She tends to say stuff to make me say stuff. So, you know, just know that. We'll see where that goes and where that grows. Uh, We're going to let it happen organically. We're going to, we're planning to do some videos. And y'all know I've been planning to grow to YouTube and things like that. So expect those things to come, but also be a little patient. I told y'all before I started a new job. It's a lot, you know, more responsibilities. Um... All that good stuff, more time spent, long hours. I have a lot going on. Been traveling, was in Chicago last week. That was a good time for a couple of days. I think I'm in Tampa Bay um, this coming week. Chicago again, a couple of weeks after that. And uh, I forget where after that. So a lot of travel, a lot of fun, a lot of busyness. But we are going to continue to grow. The one thing I want you to know, I'm so hype right now is inspire guys people ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere, so that's why I'm I'm getting creative and thoughtful about like, hey, as I get more busy, how do we continue to ensure that the show grows? I could tell you what I want. I'm just, you know, listen. What I really want now is I need to figure out the creative piece. So I need to I need to hire somebody, I need to work with somebody to be able to develop like the clips and the promo for YouTube, take the audio, chop it up, maybe do some photos, whatever. Look, if anybody know, anybody out there that's interested in the Michigan, Southeast Michigan area, hit me up, shoot me an email, jermainewilsonmusic at gmail.com. But here's the thing I want to say. I have no time to play. That, man, all right, let me not take too much time because me and Toya have a great episode today. But I just want to, I do want to say this. I don't have a lot of time to play with people. That's why I tend to do stuff myself. But I also know you can't, you can only do everything yourself up to a certain extent. So it's like, I'm trying to walk that line. Again, remember I told y'all, I never have to tell you how I did it if I told you while I'm doing it. I share a lot of good and bad in business, um, what I know, what I don't know in real time. Like, so when I'm talking like this, I'm literally telling you like, this is where I'm at, what I'm trying to figure out. Is like, okay, it's time for me to be able to divvy some of these responsibilities around. But I'm like, I'm really protective of this because people are lazy and people play games. And I there are a bunch of talented people. I know so many talented people, it doesn't make any sense. But I'm like, it's like, who are the people that really want to work to build something that is really still at the ground level? You know, so many people just want things to happen overnight, and I think that's fitting for this for today's show. It's like, you know, you gotta build with somebody. You know, I, I know a lot of people who just want stuff. Like, no, like I, I I love the process. I love the creation in the building, and I I think we gotta. You know what? Let me let me just be quiet. Let me be quiet. Look, Inspire Guys people is gonna continue to grow. I think I'm gonna redo the intro song. We gonna have new. Segment like it's gonna grow, but it's gonna take time. We are in our process. I appreciate everybody who's rocking with us, but just know this while we're in this process, that don't mean you're not getting good value. There is so much value in seeing and experiencing something real, and we'll see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we walking by faith. Ah, this is real. Hopefully, you feel that. Like, look, man, don't have no time to be fronting but i'm i don't I can not even just be quiet and get where to at just, just play the interview I'm too high I could talk stop saying what you gonna do till you do what you said when you oh. opened that bible you knew what you read you felt it deep in your soul the promise did not expire Be being gods people what up man it's been a i don't know a week and a half two weeks I haven't done a show got a Got a co-host with me today, Toya, what up? LaToya Early from Chase, great. What up Toya, how you feeling?
1: All I'm saying is, it's about time that you called me for this position, okay? It's it's long overdue, it's about time. But no, I am doing well, (laughs) I am excited. Listen, we have so much to cover and I'm I'm just excited to be a part.
0: Look man, like I'm excited to have you. It is about time, it's crazy because we talked, I reached out to you, like, just to kick it and, and kind of get your mindset on, like, coming on the show in a more official capacity, even though this is, like, you know, I haven't, man, it's been crazy, so I ain't officially announced nothing. We'll work on official announcements and stuff like that in promo, but, hey, for the people who listen and now, y'all might as well get get the real and get the scoop. You know, Toya is coming on the show as a more um, standard co-host, so you'll be hearing a lot more of her and uh, I do think it's about time, like by the grace of God, as soon as I reached out to you the next couple days, like literally people who listened to the show were directly saying to me, like, hey, I want a women- a, a female perspective on entrepreneurship or business, and I was texting you some of those messages so you ain't think I was lying, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty
1: cool, that was definitely cool
0: to see yeah so i'm 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 excited, man, just to see um you know again, I brought you. I wanted you to be a part of this, um, inspire guys, people, family, because, Hey, that's what you already doing through your own stuff. It's already proven, um, through your business, your entrepreneurship, you are one of the few, really one of the only full-time entrepreneurs I know. And like, when we say full-time entrepreneur, you're a real life, like that, like that's how you make a living. And I know that that ain't easy to do. Um, Matter of fact, let's jump in right there. We got a couple of things to cover today. We're going to talk about how we maximize the pandemic, some of the pros and cons of the last couple of years and what worked, what didn't. We're going to dig into all that. But I really want to start off for the people out there who haven't listened to the other few episodes that you were on. If you can maybe just tell people real quick, like, you know, what what do you do and, um, you know, like what? Just tell us a little bit about the background of Toya, and we'll do an episode later on, like to go in depth about full time entrepreneurship. But just a quick introduction of yourself for the people who've been asleep, and then we'll jump into this topic.
1: No, listen. Um, let me just go ahead and just put it all out there you know, we've always had time to come on here and jump on and just share topics. Like I said before, listen, it's finally, it's about time that Jay called me. So for all of y'all that was sending the text messages and saying, listen, Jay, we need a woman's perspective. I'm glad that y'all did that because I'm glad to be here. So I am um, a coach. I'm a vision coach. I'm a full-time vision coach. I've actually been full-time since 2014. i 12, and I was still struggling with who I was and what I was doing. I just knew that I was supposed to be a business owner. So um, I went full-time 2014. Tr- uh, fast forward to today, I am the owner of Chase Great University, where we serve Christian women, helping you to truly cultivate your call and coaching while building a six-figure coaching business through niche coaching certification. So my whole life is all about how I can help coaches just say yes to God and coaching business? How can I honor God? How can I focus on God? How can I keep him in my business without compromising? So when we start talking about inspiring God's people, man, we always talk about how it just connects so well, because I'm all about serving people, but making sure that I'm doing it in honor. So and way to just really deep dive in so many different areas so that we can unpack some stuff and help some people get clear, especially when it comes to full-time entrepreneurship. Like it this and if you don't have God in your pocket, like in your hand, in your in your in your area, I'm telling you, like I've I've tried to abort the omission so many times and he just won't let me.
0: Yeah, that's real. No, I appreciate that, man. Like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm excited for everything that you're going to bring to the show because you are legit. You are authentic, certified. Like I said, you know, for the listeners out there, one of the things that is really important to me is, like, you know, it's a lot of talkers out here. And I'm I'm just, you know, like, we don't got to dig into this right now. But, like, it's a lot of people who talk, and it's easy to kind of craft up a social media message or create a post and stuff like that. And for me, I just tend to value, like, people who – Actually have done the work. I put that over whether or not you got ten thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand a million followers. I value people who did the work, and I know you did the work, and I know you have fruit so um just know that for the listeners out there that is what it is no
1: so you so you're telling me you don't want us to 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 call out our name, Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
0: Uh, we don't have to we don't have to. I'm just
1: I just want to make sure that I don't you know like and, uh, step outside of you know I want to make sure I'm operating in integrity and all of that good stuff but right. if you want to name drop then no you know, no I got we don't oh, no, okay.
0: we we have to call them out okay. all they got to do right. is log into IG and, and Facebook I'm sure they're gonna find some people that they think qualify so uh, but you
1: know what let me say something to yeah. that point real quick you know talking about the how many followers and I just need people to know this like Clicks don't mean cash, you know, and I mm. and I know that's like such a, you know, cliche, but it doesn't. I don't have a lot of followers on Instagram. Your girl be struggling with posting on Instagram. Um, but on the flip side, you know, I've been able to truly grow and sustain a, a pretty nice business. And so I just want you to know that if you don't have a lot of followers, that doesn't mean that you can't show up and be influential. That doesn't mean that you can't grow your business. You know, social media, the world just make us think that if you're not, if you don't got ten thousand people following you, that it's not important, and that's just not true. So for anybody who just struggling with that quick moment, you know, I love that Jay is like, I'm looking at that stuff, but that doesn't matter. I'm glad that it doesn't matter because in the real world, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's crazy. I actually wanna, I, I, I wanna. You brought it up. I think that's interesting to explore because I'm sure people out there. That struggle with that. You feel me? Like, you know, it's people that they see somebody with, you know, 50,000 followers and getting attention every day. Nah. And all, let me, let me say this too, to the people out there who rocking and you got 50, 100,000 followers, this ain't shade. That's not what we own. Um, but Absolutely. what, what we saying is that it can be a person out there that's actually working at the right way. And I, I know plenty of people do it, but just because you have that doesn't mean that you're actually successful. Yeah. And I think people struggle. Like, I don't know what you think, Toya, but I feel like a lot of people, man, they struggle. The lines between reality and digital life is blurred. Whereas yeah. like some people would almost rather have the fame and attention than actually have real success. And it's it's well, actually Well weird. that's
1: because well, no, not really, because actually um, the fame and success is external and actual success requires internal development. It's more responsibility that comes behind actual success. And and again, like we said, no shade to those who are here rocking with 100,000 followers and, you know, you, you doing your thing and those who the content creators and, you know, you guys are creating these fantabulous uh, posts and reels no shade to you, but for the people who feel like you have to show up and be polished and you think that that's better than you sitting down and actually doing the work, it's more so because of the responsibility that comes with the work. And I'm not just talking about the team building and paying your taxes and, you know, all of the adultish things that we got to do. I'm talking about the internal work that's required after success or, or not after, but, you know, on the pursuit to success. That's the part that people run from.
0: Yeah, I think that's real. Like, like you said, it's because there's people out there that's working, whether it be the reels or whatever, like they work in those joints and they creating some fire stuff. And I'm going to be real. Absolutely. I struggle with some of that stuff just because, like, for me, it's like I'm so busy. And 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 this, I'll say this. Right. A lot of stuff depend on what industry you in, too like for instance to be a successful doctor you don't need to have a 100,000 followers on TikTok you feel me and i and Absolutely. i think some people don't don't understand that like even with the social media stuff it's like well what purpose does it serve in your industry and your line of work if it serves a purpose then you can leverage it to maximize your work and what you're doing but if it, it actually can also be a distraction or a waste of time, like I'm going to give an example, right? I'll be, I'll be transparent for me as a rapper. Right. So let's say like, uh, you know, I didn't drop a bunch of Christian rap albums and I love doing music, but I'm a person that like, I'm a, I'm a math person. Things have to make sense. The numbers got to make sense to me. Once I realized, you know, whether it be a few years, I don't know if it's five, six years ago, I had realized like at the end of the day, Sometimes a church is willing to pay me, you know, $500 to come. And if I go out of town, they might have been willing to pay $1,500 plus cover expenses. But a lot of local people want to give you, you know, $300 or whatever. Hey, we'll pay pay you $250 and let you sell your CDs. Then you end up doing a lot of favors. So what I realized just doing a simple math, I'm like, man, it takes me a lot of time to create music. I pay for music. I pay for mixing and um, you know, back, you know, back in the day, if I needed a CD or distribution, I'm paying a lot and doing a $300 show here, a free show here, a $200 show. And then like, Oh, once, once a summer do a $1,500 show. I'm like, Oh man. Okay, cool. At this rate, I can make $5,000 a year. Yeah. Or now I could do that. Be a rapper, be on Instagram, get all these followers. Right. Or in the line of work that I do, I could be super busy, be a salesperson, be a marketing person, travel out of town, have meetings all day every day, have almost no time to get online to make a video, but be but the number the math makes way more sense with that, and so all I'm saying is regardless of what you're doing, do the math like. Do the math. And I'm not saying like worship or follow money, but let's just be real. Some like people act scared of money, too. Like, you know, so so that's what I guess that's my take is like if I'm a doctor and I'm working 36 hours straight and I'm doing surgeries and I'm the coldest surgeon ever, like my line of work doesn't require me to have a one hundred thousand TikTok followers.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm hard for me to move forward in this conversation because i'm still stuck at you talking about buying cds and so i kind of i kind of got stuck there so i'm trying to i'm trying to push forward you yeah, know because I, I just i think about my kids and how they like what is this and they look at it so foreign but no i'm just being funny so no absolutely you did i'm like a cd it was just you, like 10 it?
0: years ago it wasn't even that long ago but i guess the 10 years is a lifetime
1: 10 years, man, it seemed like a long, I've been married 10 years. That sounds like a long time ago.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know what? 10 years is like, is as hard as it is to say. 10 years is is quite a bit, bit of time. So,
1: um, no, but I'm with you about, you know, the math. And I think that, I think that the problem with the whole, and I know we, 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 we're going to go back to the original topic, but I think that the problem with the fame part is, it's that validation piece. You know what I'm saying? It's, is what validates people. So people are are in a space where they're so hungry for validation. They're so hungry for assurance. They want to be confident in something. That's their form of validation. And don't get me wrong, it's scary, it's scary to find your validation in a click. But again, I rather uh, feel. I rather feed my endorphins with these clicks because it, it helps me feel better versus rising and challenging myself into and, and going into something way deeper you're,
0: you're and, actually going out a little bit um on a, a couple words it ain't happening a lot just a little bit i don't know if it's your headphones or or what it might be said, i'm just giving you a heads up i don't want nobody to be listening like oh I missed that word. i missed
1: that word i missed that word okay so you know i think I one of the, the issues you know when it comes to the fame part is that people fall for the you know you know, them clicks that validates them that makes them feel good. And so instead of, you know, uh, looking for something that's going to enforce responsibility, I prefer to feel good in this moment. And I think that that's what makes it dangerous. You know, like I said, the content creators they out here doing a thing. I, I look at them and I inspire <laughs> to create that type of content. Um, but for those of us who are posting for likes, for engagement, and it's not making sense, like you said, the the math is not is not adding up. I mean, we really kind of got to fall back and look at the bigger picture and say, okay, what's going on that I need to post this for someone to like it and engage in it, versus versus me posting this where it's um, leading to something like I'm I'm solving a problem somewhere. Like I don't I don't really understand the point of posting if i'm not here to post to do something else for it to lead into something else if if that makes sense
0: yeah it's kind of like put posting in its proper place you know what i'm saying like put it in its place where it's like regardless of really what you do now of course you know what um social media has become the new rap or the nba to me meaning like we look at there are people that make it lebron james steph curry you know uh Kanye West wh- whoever I don't even know all the names I'm naming people that's been in the game 20 years um but my point is you can't look at the the person who who made it off of something that 1 in a million people make it in and base your reality off their situation so you have some social media influencers that might make it to TV or you hear the stories like they signed a 24 million dollar deal i ain't discouraging nobody if if you got what it takes and you doing what you do don't don't take it like that but what I am saying is like, don't just automatically make that your way to success. Because what happens is we hear about the LeBron Jameses, but it's only 400 NBA jobs. Only 400 and something people in the world got that job. We don't hear about the 10,000 uh, dudes that don't make it to the NBA every year. Yeah. And never yeah. get that, you know, that big check. So don't let the big check in the in, in those things be what you what you're just going after without developing yourself because even those people had to like hone their skills and become the best. So um I just think we can't be blinded by a certain success and think that that's just everybody's reality and we can't yeah. be lazy too.
1: Yeah. You got to be responsible for your success, man. It, no matter what it looks like across the board. I try to tell my boys that cause they think, especially my, my middle baby, Croy, he like, I could just YouTube all day and I could just make millions of dollars. And I'm like, son, son, I know they make it look easy, but it's not that easy. And so I think that it's that level of responsibility um, that you talk about when it comes to success. Um, It's real, man. It's real. Building a business, especially from scratch. From the ground, I'm talking about like when, when God took the dust <laughs> and they, and I'm like, that's how I feel. They're like, I took the dust, like, okay. And then and it's real. So, and it's that level of responsibility that's behind it. You know what I'm saying? That that just takes you to a whole nother level of living.
0: And I'm going to say this too, before we move on to the next topic. I, I really think this is important. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You know, when I started this show, you know, three and a half years ago, I told people like, it's about the process. You know what I'm saying? And so even yeah. when I look at like, everything I believe in is about a process. I started my own process. Anything that people see me doing today, it didn't start today. This is, you know, 11, um, 11 or 12 years of work now that like, straight that I've been on a certain path. So even as it relates to like, all this Inspiring Faith in Business talk that started in 2011 and what a lot of people don't want to do is they don't want to start their process and accept that it might take time so they would prefer to think you know what I'm going to make a couple videos I'm going to get a 100,000 subscribers I'm going to get a 10-20 million dollar deal here and there and so they end up wasting a lot of time because they never start like the longer you take the start the more time you waste before you yeah. start this process. And that's what this show is about really is getting people to start that process. And all we saying is the process ain't necessarily going to start with you having, you know, 10,000 followers. You might actually have to go build a business first for five years before you even get a uh, 3000 followers. And most people yeah. want the followers more than they want to start the process.
1: You know what, talking about the process, um, I shared this just recently about pricing, you know, I, I I'm I'm I do not I really don't subscribe to um, competition pricing or comparing your pricing or looking at your competition right and the reason why I don't do that is because first of all it it creates that spirit of competing and competition and a lot of people don't know how to break free from that or navigate it um, but for the most part especially in the coaching space um, it I, I try not to get people to look at the prices of other coaches because you don't know the process. That coach went through to get to where they are in their pricing right yeah. you don't know the pain that they went through to get to the where they are in their pricing and this is for business ownership in general you know when i first started coaching i was charging 125 dollars for eight-week programs jay i was owing people when i was done like Ooh. dog i am in the hole after trying to serve and, and, and coach people to their next level and it took time it took you know, a mindset shift, it took tears. It took struggle. It just took so many different elements for me to be where I am. But that process piece is what people tend to miss. There's a meme and I share this all the time. I love this meme. It said, I became an overnight success in 10 years. Man. And I think that people will look at the success of someone and you don't know where they started, but you woke up and saw them at, at 20,000, but you don't know where they started. <laughs> you don't yeah. know what it took for them to get there. So yeah. that you just
0: met me like, and so here's the thing, right. And I, I'm, I'm going to be real. Like, I love that. I haven't seen that meme, but I love it. Like I became an overnight success in 10 years. That's how, that's legitimately how I feel. And I think what people don't realize too, it's a disrespect to people who did the work when you think yeah. you just going to start today and then get there tomorrow. So like people, yeah. when, you know, when, when somebody think what you, you got it made or what you doing is so easy, what they not realizing is uh, I use this example off the top of my head. I think about the rock, right? The rock is a strong dude. So I would imagine if me and the rock was in the gym, lifting weights, he gonna lift a hundred times more than what I can live. Right. But how disrespectful would it be to him if I was just like, ah, yeah, you just doing that because or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait, hold on, bro. No, what you missing is I've been consistently lifting weights and working out for 20 years. What makes you think you're going to step in the gym for 20 minutes and compare and compete with my 20 years? So it's a slapping in people's face when you try to minimize the work they've done. And I find myself because when you work hard for something, you become proud of it. Like I consistently been working for 10 years. So I'm proud of the work that I've done by the grace of God. And when people ask me certain questions, like yeah, I can, I I tell you, there's people that hit me up like, all right, how you start a podcast? And I'm like, you know what I want to be like? Well, back in, back in 2011, (laughs)
1: Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, right, like right. you
0: start a podcast by starting a process. I had to live the pro. I had to live this podcast before I ever turned on a mic and started recording it.
1: Yep, back in 2011 when I had my CD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me take y'all back to the future, <laughs> right? Like back back then, that's hilarious. But but that's the thing is like so with with what you doing with Chase, great, and you know the 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 work that you put in. I can't come to you and look like, oh, what she do is easy. She's just a coach. Oh, I could be a coach. And that's how people, that's legit how people be thinking. Oh, I can do that. They ain't doing nothing but this, but no, you you missed when I had the building. You missed when I had to pivot because of the pandemic and and make some moves and some changes. And actually that I want to talk a little bit about that. Like, let's just kick it a little bit about like, like how did you maximize the pandemic? Like, being a full time entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying. Like, like maybe you could talk about it from that perspective, and then I could talk about it from the corporate perspective. Like, you yeah. know, and compare and contrast. Like, all right, what what kind of things did you think about? Like, you know, going into the pan as the pandemic was starting, as bad as it was. And disclaimer for everybody out there: we're not gonna, we know. Like, God bless. You know, people lost family members and things. We're not minimizing nothing. We just want to talk about a certain. Aspect of this, so we're not trying to make the pandemic seem like it was a good thing, but I, but I, I did say in it while we were in it that problems create co- opportunities, and I think we did a podcast Absolutely. together about problems creating opportunities. So talk a little bit about how you maximize that time, and then what were the results like? What are re- what were the results that you see now based on what you did during the pandemic? The the work that you put in.
1: Yeah, so it's crazy. And, and I'm just going to say it. We, You know, we've, we've given disclaimers. This is not to be taken, you know, in, to be insensitive. Um, but I was just looking at my, you know how Facebook give you memories. Yeah. And I was just looking at the memories and I was talking to me and I was like, I don't know if this is bad. I said, but that was the best time of my life. Man, because I had the chance to. Explore parts of my marriage, parts of me, parts of my children, parts of my business. We wasn't on this rigorous routine. We wasn't, you know, up against the clock. We was just living. We was just basking in each other's presence. We was just loving on each other. Now, again, don't get me wrong. You know, we had some some dips and some turns, but for the most part, God kept us, and it was just like it gave me an opportunity to not only honor God in a different way, but just to really celebrate life in a different way and and I was looking at the the memories and I was saying, you know in business, we were booming during the pandemic, like you know people were trying to figure out alternatives they're trying to figure out what's next well the only thing that 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 made me sour about it is that and and Okay, we can to each his own. Who says we're still in it, who says we're not. I don't watch the news. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. I mean. said the pandemic is over. That and I'm, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So now that we're we're exiting, you know, this this whole world people are now getting back into their comfort zones and they're getting back to work. Right. And, and it's nothing wrong with getting back to work. But what happened to the dream that you were so excited about March 11th, 2020, when the world shut down? Like what happened to that dream? What happened to that fire? What happened to that ambition? Now, again, like I said, it was one of our most booming times. We had the most engagement. People were excited to do what God called them to do. They're like, I'm ready to do something new. It was exciting. Um, it really set the tone for my business moving forward, but it really kind of made me think of the people who started and didn't finish. You know, Mm. it showed me that like you were so excited and gung ho starting new because we all had to pivot. But now that the comfort is, is now creeping back, not a dream. Is not as important as it was? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Like that's dope. Like the thing about it, like you said, like, so many people were hype at first about certain things. I saw this in a lot of areas. What I really feel like the pandemic represented from the standpoint that we're talking about business people, faith, um, entrepreneurship, even in in professionals in the corporate world, what I think it represented was it was the difference between it represented endurance. We we needed a lot of endurance to start that race and finish it. And again, I'm yeah. talking from any of your business or dreams and things. Cause when it first happened, it was a lot of people at home. I saw a lot of people talking about their dreams or getting back into whatever, but man, just being real, you get around lap one, lap two. It's like, Hey, you know what? I'm getting tired now. All yep. right. You know what bump it? We at home, you know, in March, it was cute. And in, in April, you thought you was going to do it. But then some people got to the summer and it was like, man, bump that. Like, I ain't, I ain't that ain't yep. the life. So I'm with yeah. you. I think the pandemic really exposed who was for real and 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 who was playing. Yeah. And it's people out there who, and I know it because I done seen, heard testimonies from people who listen to this show. It's people out here that heard this stuff, that believed it. It was messages we were talking about on this show. I was really trying to be intentional about like, what people needed to endure during that time versus like you said, I don't watch the news. I don't, I really don't be knowing what's going on other than social media and like marketing campaigns and stuff that they put on social media. Um, You know, and, but, but for me, I was focused on the outcome. So I I love that you said that, you know, y'all were just living and had the chance to explore, man. Like, like, so, so tell me this, like, and I don't know how much you want to share Whatever whatever you want to share. Like, so I give people an example, like when you t- when you say we had a chance to explore, give me one thing that you found. Like, tell me something, one thing that you found that you didn't have when you went in the pandemic. Something that I
1: found that I didn't have.
0: Like you said, it gave you all a chance to explore as a family, right? Yeah. So my thing is, like, if you all exploring, that means you all discovering something. Yeah, Like, something that didn't exist, whether it's in your personal, professional, your business, your family, like, I'm just curious when you said that, I wrote it down, because I'm like, man, y'all had the chance to explore, so it's like, well, what did y'all find?
1: Yeah, so, this is is gonna be kind of funny, but the one thing that we found is that we like each other. Like, (laughs) we legit, like, we legit (laughs) like each other, like, no, seriously, oh, like, we're for real best friends, like, oh, oh, yeah, no, like, we really in this for the long haul, like, You know, when you go to work, when one person is at work at a certain time of day, you know, I work from home. So my schedule is a little different. But when you're not seeing your spouse 24-7, it gives that break time. Of course, you can miss the person during the day. But when you have to wake up and look at this person the entire day, like there's no escape. (laughs) There's no going to, you know, a person go to another room. But y'all in each other's face at all times, we legit learn like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we like legit like each other. We for real friends. Um, Even when it came to the kids, like just we, we were able to create better relationships, relationship, the way that we communicate with them. And while, you know, they didn't know, they just thought that it was just fun day, party day all the time. Yeah. But it just gave us that chance to just be, we were, we were able to be the parents that, You know, when we're taught how to be parents, it's like, you know, be that authoritative and make sure you set boundaries and make sure you, but during that time, it was like, let's just all be, you know what I'm saying? Mm, Okay, clean your room, you know, wash the dishes, (laughs) but whatever, like, who cares? Like if you don't do it, whatever, do it tomorrow. And so it gave our kids the opportunity to be like, oh, I love mommy and daddy because they just so cool and it created a next level bond. Now don't get me wrong, we be on them about their chores now, but they receive it differently. It's different.
0: It's different. You know what? It was, and this is what I what I was trying to get people to really realize while we were in it, Toya. And that's why, you know, my my message from the start was don't leave the pandemic empty-handed. And I yeah. love that this yeah. stuff is recorded because can't nobody tell me I didn't say this while it was happening. Um, All you got to do is go back and listen to the podcast from 2020. But my point is, like, what the reason I was saying this is because what I had recognized was that this moment that we're in is like no other and will be like no other of our lifetime. And, yeah. And see... I remember, you know, it, it's a cool thing about, like, the point of life I'm at now where it's like I'm, I'm getting I'm getting older and maturing, but I still, I'm still i still young enough. It's like you really get to kind of see both sides. And I remember in 2008 when that market crashed. And I, t- I said this before on the show. I ain't had no money. But I remember being like, I ain't never seen nothing like this. I ain't yeah. never seen a house that's, you know, I saw I, it, it was a house – you know, houses worth 150000 and selling for $50,000. i am like, i never seen this and I wasn't prepared for it. And I told myself since 2008, the next time that I enter a season that I know is temporary but can be taken advantage of, I will not leave out of that season without everything that I'm supposed to have and more. And I think that's what people don't realize about the opportunities that come to us in life. Am I happy in 2008 that people lost their homes? And it was crazy. I remember it, though. Again, I ain't had no money. I didn't own a home. But I saw family members. I saw friends. I saw their family members like, dang, like, they lost their big house. This, I, I was tripping that people with money were losing their house. But again, understanding and seizing the moment. And so many people, and I'm going to let you jump in, so many people play around when the windows open. And it's yeah. like, yo, it's an open window. It ain't time to play right now, and that's how I approached the last two years.
1: Yeah, I, I think that well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this real quick. So I know about the housing market in 2008, but I was so busy being <laughs> a college student, right? Right. I didn't know, so I don't really know the full effect of what happened. I hear about it and I know about it. So this is actually like my first real life paying attention life event, you know, outside of like, you know, um, what happened back in high school, uh, uh, 9-11, 9/11. you know, yeah. of course I remember that kind of stuff, but this seizing the moment and being able to pay attention and say, okay, Lord, what can I get out of this? What can I learn? What can I take to the, to tomorrow? What can I, how can I use this time to build and, and not you know, uh, waste my time just sitting around or, and then it really took me to the next level in business. And not just because we were capitalizing on people. It was that we were able to capitalize on the education, on the experience. Now I have your attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm. you're not in the hustle and bustle. So I don't want anybody to think like, Oh, you know, you just took advantage of, No, I took advantage of the time that I was able to educate people and really try to inspire them, you know, to do what God called you to do. And like you said, it's like, you know, some of them continue. We have some great businesses that were birthed out of that. And then there were some people who were by the time April, May, June came (laughs) and everything was starting to wind down. They like business. What? Yeah. I like when you said the whole marathon, you know, the, the the run and the race thing. I say this all the time. Well, I've been saying it lately because your girl has been on a workout kick because oh, I'm going to Jamaica for my 10 years of wedding, <laughs> of marriage, and I right. just need to be right.
0: I ain't mad at and you. And
1: so this little revelation that God gave me in the middle of a crunch when I was about to fall out. Yeah. <laughs> He was talking about how we don't understand the concept of of, uh, breaking through the fat to get to the muscle, right? Wow. So when we talk about that repetition, my son was like, why do we keep doing the same thing over and over again? I said, because you have to be repetitive. There's a repetition that has to take place so that you can break through the fat. You got to keep on driving in that same area until you're able to get to the muscle. Well, by the time you get to the muscle, now you're building that muscle and you're strong enough to endure. People start sweating. (laughs) They start getting tired and they was like, oh, I'm done. The same way we do New Year resolutions, the same way we do, you know, workout regimens. It's like, man, can you imagine God sitting back and making these things to each other? How you make working out the same as building a business, going to college, graduating, raising a family? Like, how do you connect all of this stuff together like this? Because he got...
0: Yeah, it's... Look, the connectivity, too, is because of the principles. It's like... I don't think people realize like these are just principles at play. God's principles at play. When I read the word, man, these principles be in the, in the word, like God, you know, in the parables, Jesus would say, you know, well done, thy good and faithful servant to mm-hmm. someone who managed their money properly.
1: Mm-hmm. To some, and and mm-hmm. when you think mm-hmm. about,
0: like, I always talk about the parable of the talents. You weren't just managing money though. You were managing time because when yeah. the master left, it was a window You knew he was coming back, but you didn't know when. When this pandemic started, here's what I knew. I knew that we wouldn't go the entire rest of our lives at the same level that we were. Now, there may be elements and residue, and at some point it becomes an endemic where it's not necessarily like elements of it are still here, whatever it may be. But I knew we weren't going to be at the height of it forever. And when I saw that, I was like, all right, let me keep the faith, but let me... Tell God's people, like, teach them this process and tell them what they need to hear to endure the race. Because with a marathon, here's the crazy thing about a marathon, that when you do, when you do a sprint, like a 40-yard dash, it's about who finished first. Like, mm-hmm. you're in competition with other people. But you started this off saying, like, when you was talking about money, you like, like, you know, I tell people not to be in competition with the next person. What I love about a marathon is you not trying to race and beat everybody else? You just trying to finish. That's like it. you, it's you against you. And so I think yep. what some people, what some people might have missed, and what I'm hoping is that there's still a a, a small window, or you find new ways, because you might admit miss, you missed that window from 2020. But there are still other windows that are open in your life. Just like I missed the window of 2008. And I had to spend, it wasn't another window like that until this year for real. You know, you think yeah. about that. It took that long. And now we on the other end of the housing market, 2008, it crashed. You see right now in 2022, the market, the market is at its height. And so yeah. there are things, the the dynamics is crazy, right? But you went out to a, if I ain't, uh, no,
1: Man. I, I, oh I, oh my bad. My, I'm like I thought no, you went out. got quiet you. in the mud.
0: You scared me. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving that in there too. Um, So, so look. So my point is the dynamics of the difference between seeing it at its low and how you need to act when it's at its low, right? In a, in a housing market when it's low, you should be prepared to buy. Then mm-hmm. when it's at its height, you be prepared to sell.
1: You prepared to sell. And those yep, are yep. the
0: dynamics that sometimes we don't understand how the windows work. And that's why the process is so important to me is for people to understand how the windows work. So what I want to ask you, like, let's talk a little bit just about like. So for people out there, like who might have wasted some time and missed their moment. So some people that might have started with Chase great in the beginning of 2020, but they lost their way. They got tired. What would you tell them now? Like, what would your message to them be now? Is it like. Hey, y'all just missed it. It is what it is. But how, Or how do you get that person up and get them to realize like you might have missed a window, but this is how you prepare for the next one. This is
1: quite funny because this is... You know, uh, we just we just um, implemented some boundaries uh, with Chase Great University because of this exact thing, and it's not just because of the pandemic. It's just because people get tired of running. Um, it's funny how God gave us Chase Great, right? And so when we think of chasing, of course, we automatically think of running. And and my thing is when you're building a business, you are in a marathon and so many people just get tired. They just stop. And it's kind of like, I'm at the point now where I've created these boundaries where you can't just stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, people have given you, it's like having a participation award. It's like, oh, well, it's okay. You know, life happens and let them go. No, I'm tired of that. I'm ready for people to show up and be responsible for who God has called them to be. Like, I don't want to pacify anybody anymore. I don't want to baby you anymore. I don't care what happened in your life. I, I don't, because Here's the, here's the end of the day. You have total control over your tomorrow. Unless God does something different, you control that. And so if somebody keeps coming in and giving you um, new options and they keep pacifying you and telling you that it's going to be okay, you're going to keep thinking it's okay to stop. Like, where is the person, where is the coach that says, no, okay, your legs hurt, that's fine, keep running. Okay, you tired, okay, that's fine, keep running. So for the person who's like, well, I fell off, Okay, oh my gosh, She just sounds so rough. Okay, you fell off, get back in the game. Period. Right. No, I'm, I'm not gonna pacify you. I'm not gonna coddle you. None of those things. Okay, you fell off. Get back in the game. because here's why i'm I'm so serious about it. The level of seriousness of your assignment is bigger than you, and every time you let your flesh stop you, you are stopping the the uh, you're stopping the growth of somebody else. You're stopping somebody else's life. And that's selfish. That's fact. And so at the end of the day, it's like, okay, Jay, like, oh, I don't feel like recording today. Oh, I'm I'm just going to pause for a minute. I'm just going to stop. No. All right. You took your break. You good? You done? Get back in the game. Why? Because what you're doing is not about you. It's about the people that God created it to solve the problem of that person to help that person and if you keep allowing yourself to fall into a victim of i fell off i gotta get back on track man that that gets tired that gets old like how how much more do we want to pacify you and coddle you because you get tired in the race
0: i love that like i love the fact you know what like we ain't pacifying and you know what? that that's that's fitting to me because for the people who've been listening to inspire guys people they already know like Inspire guys, people ain't about pacifying you. And I think that's where some people struggle with me as a person, period, because I'm trying to bring the best out of people. And when you're trying to bring the best out of somebody, you can't pacify them. You got to wean them. Like, no, you got to get off that. You got to go from milk to meat. I'm about to say something that's going to sound crazy, but (laughs) just listening to you. And I've been thinking about this for a minute, but it just I, I didn't see it this clearly into right now people need to be prepared and i challenge anybody i I'm, I'm challenging people out there right now to go and prepare and go on a 10 year marathon yeah Here's what i mean you you opened up and you said you said something about 2012 but you you went full time entrepreneurship 2014 what did you say about 2012
1: i just started i know what i was doing i just got started
0: Okay. All right. And I think the year is 2022. Cool. All right. So you started in 2012. Yep. Yep. And I promise you whatever you started in 2012, that you ain't know what you were doing. If you would have never took that step, you would have never got to this day. 100% that. So you've been on a 10 year marathon. Now here's the crazy thing. Of course, while you in it, you want to win the championship and complete the race. Like in the first year, the first month, because that's the excitement that we have. But I'm I'm a person that's like, I'm about the process. Again, this might not be everybody's way. This is this is what I I believe this is a proven method because it doesn't take as much look as, oh, I won the lottery and I just got it overnight, or I got signed to a $20 million record deal. Great. I'm believing a 10-year marathon. Here's why. In a marathon. You don't just run through clean like a sprint. A sprint, you run through clean like it was only thirty seconds. You not even thirty seconds. You know what I'm saying? They what they run a forty yard dash and, and four seconds flat. Like so, right. so you you going four seconds. You giving it everything you got. Don't get me wrong. You you practice for it, but but it happened really quick and you found your results really quick. With a marathon, you get tired. You might stop. Mm-hmm. You might a marathon is ugly. And so what I'm saying is. Just like you started Toya in 2012, I tell people all the time my financial um, journey um, of like getting my credit together and things started in 2012 when me and Tiff got denied for that home loan downtown in that Chase building, and a dude named George brought me that envelope <laughs> and dang near wanted to laugh at me because I got denied for that house. That's that journey we talking about. I thought I was gonna get a house in 20 uh in in, in 2012 and got and got denied for that loan in 20 yeah. in 2011 on a prefer, uh, professional side I got a promotion in 2011 that changed my career I've gotten six promotions since then in the last 10 11 years I've grown so much but my point ain't about the growth it ain't about me here's the point I'm making it took 10 years I got yep. tired I messed up I tripped I cut myself. I bent over for a minute and and, and had to hold my knees like when you hooping and you get tired and you can't stand up straight. Like my point is, it was ugly. Every, every moment in this walk, it, it ain't it ain't pretty. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be quiet. Go go ahead. What you got? Because I can go no, I further mean, on that.
1: For real. I mean, it, it's it's just as clear as that. And I think that you know people think when when you think about that marathon, <laughs> it's funny. I I use this um. I've used this story before. I remember in grade school, I tried to run, y'all. I thought I wanted to run. I still like running. I'm just not doing it competitively. I don't (laughs) like competition, okay? But I remember being in grade school, and I tried to run. (laughs) And so I can't remember if it was a relay. I don't know what it was. But I remember running, and I fell. And I didn't hurt myself, but I laid there because I was embarrassed. And I didn't want anybody to laugh at me. So I just laid there like, oh, well, I'm going to make everybody think something is wrong with me because I'm too uh, embarrassed to get up and keep running. That changed my life. And as an adult, I still laugh at it. And I I told my mom and I told her, you know, what really happened. She like, really? You could have got up. I could have. Right. I really could have. And so that's the problem. You know, yes. Have I fallen? Absolutely. Have I scraped my knees? Have I gotten tired? Have I just walked? I was like, you know what? I know I'm supposed to be jogging at a certain pace, but I'm just going to walk for a second. Have I walked? Yes, but I never left the track. I never left the track. And I that's think that that's the, that's the most important mm. part. I'm not, I don't want to discourage you. I don't want to, you know, seem like be hard on the listeners. I just want you to understand that the, the finish line is greater. The people in the stands are watching you because they're saying, man, if that person can do it, I can do it. If that person can fall and get back up and cry and get back up and pass people, do you know how many people didn't pass me in 10 years? Facts. And I'm looking around like, dog, why aren't I there yet? What Facts. is happening? Like, come on.
0: Listen, like you get me so hype. Like never <laughs> leave the track. If I get hype, y'all got to blame Toya. Never leave the track. Listen, like you, uh, listen, you don't understand. So are you willing to stay on the track for 10 years? You get what I'm yep. saying? like Because so many yep. people, Toya, they want to run when it's cute because cause them first couple laps is easy. Okay. In, in them first couple laps, you ain't sweated out your ponytail yet. Your yep. J's ain't got scuffed up yet. You like, oh, we good. I could do this all day. But the moment it get ugly, oh, now nah, it's raining outside. You going to stay on the track? Now it's
1: raining. Listen, it's snowing.
0: It, you going to stay on the track? Or you like, ah, that's a good. Look. Oh, man. Some of us are only waiting for a good enough excuse to quit. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the worst part, Toya. People probably think I'm crazy saying it's a 10-year marathon starting out. And the number is arbitrary. It don't mean it's literally 10 years. I'm saying you got to have that long-term commitment to the track. But here's the crazy thing. People don't want to commit to a 10-year marathon for their purpose, but they already wasted 10 years doing nothing doing nothing like like you anybody everybody who listened to this show who over 10 years old like you tell me i don't know what you did i wasted a lot of time what i love about what you saying though toy is like it, it was ugly we we not selling the false hope that it's this perfect beautiful walk and you not gonna ever make a mistake or something ain't never gonna happen to you it's gonna be great no, what we talking about is because I want to I want to get real specific and granular real quick. Right. So for you, you you started in 2012. You didn't know what you were doing. Right. So you took that step. X. What happened in 2014 in those two years? Right. Because that was your first two years on the track in those two years. What happened between 2012 and 13 to give you the audacity to start in 2014 full time?
1: That's nuts. So since we're using the analogy of running, I was cheering on everybody that was passing me up. Ooh. I'm like, you can do this. You got this. You got this. You can do this. Keep going. Keep going. I'm clapping them away, and I'm stuck. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> this is hard, right? And then the Holy Spirit was like, so how you going to use me to encourage them, but you won't trust me to use you? Wow. I threw my hands up. I was—I had just had my baby boy. My baby was born in July 2014. And to be honest, God told me not to go back to my job after my maternity leave. But your girl was scared. I said, "This is my third child. What is you saying? Like, what, <laughs> like what? What am I supposed to be doing?" He right. told me, "Do not go back, Jay." I remember this so clear, and I was disobedient. I was disobedient, and he said, "You enter into the new year." And you are not listening to me. I'm shutting this all down. December, I told my employer, I said, I'm not coming back in the new year. I, I still didn't know what I was doing y'all. Let's, let's keep that clear. Right. <laughs> I still, and, and I'm not encouraging that. Listen, I do encourage for you to sit down and, and create an exit plan, create an exit strategy. You know, um, everyone can't jump and build their way up. It's not that easy. It's And, and I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it in a way to, you know, be no. um, arrogant or nothing like, I don't encourage that. Sit down, make a plan, make sure you have the finances in place, because I do believe that um, if I had a plan better, I probably would have experienced some of the struggle. But then on the flip side, I believe that the struggle was designed so that I can serve at the capacity that I'm able to serve. That's you know real. what I'm saying? so, you know, but listen, I was the one patting people on the back, telling them that they can do it. And then God was like, so really, this is what we going to do?
0: But that's because, like, that's what we do. And that that's kind of what I'm saying about, like, some of the Instagram and, and, and like, some of the social media stuff. It's so easy because it's on my phone. Like, it, it might be easier for me to be like, all right, forget the work. Let me just do that. Because if we being real, sometimes we want it to look like we working hard versus actually working hard because we Man. live in the reality of what people think about us.
1: Man, you sitting up here making reels. I've heard people say, listen, this this is so silent, this is so sidebar. <laughs> I've heard people say that I took a picture on the treadmill and then I got off and went and sat down. That's crazy. Like, what are you doing?
0: That's but You nuts. look like you were working out though. And so some That's of nuts. us we just want to look like it. But I'm I'm trying to tell people and what we're saying. And when you talk about them first two years for you, you started, you ain't know what you was doing. You was clapping everybody who was passing you. And then God, you know, started holding you accountable. What I love about it is it shows the reality of being on the track. Being yeah. on the track don't mean you going to, like, do everything right the whole time or that you win it or do it. Like, you might have to learn on the track. You're going to have to fall on the track. Like, you're going to have yeah. to scuff your knees. Yeah. But what's yeah. dope is you never left the track that part like it and that's what I think some people don't fully grasp about some of this stuff is like you know and again I'm the reason I'm being specific about stuff is because I want people to understand like that it that these are real situations not just us making up these catch phrases or something and I right, love that right. you said like you don't got to do what I did. That's not the point. Like sometimes people make it a make a point of trying to copy and paste, but like your marathon is your marathon. The reason we share our experiences is so that you could take the principles of our experience and then relate it to your life and figure out like, all right, how do I want to apply this? It doesn't mean oh, well Jay said he did it like this. Well, he got I got to do with this. It's like no, for me it was simple, bro. When mm-hmm. when I got the when I got the job, um when I got the job promotion in 2011, it had a lot to do with where I was at in my life. But some of it was to that point in life, I really wanted to be a rapper. But the key word was wanted. It wasn't that I necessarily felt like being a full-time rapper or that God showed me that that was my purpose as a full-time rapper. It was something I just wanted and didn't even really have a real reason other than that's what I saw. So, all right, I want to do that. And what happened for me, Toya, was I got a promotion in 2011 in corporate America. And it was my first, what I consider my first professional job. I had Mm -hmm. entry level jobs before that, but that job came with a company car, company iPhone and laptop. And I I was, my office was an hour away. I had my, I had an office. It, It was like, that was my first professional job. And when I got that job, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Business is interesting. Like like you know what I'm saying like hold on I've been trying to be a rapper making $200 here and there $50 here right. and there wait a minute the numbers on this come a little bit different when you add wait I get a car like oh wait y'all y'all upgrade the car every couple of years like when those type of things started happening and I got exposure as somebody who was from the hood and ain't really have nobody directly in my family immediately who was working in corporate America at that level with a company car and stuff I ain't know you got that kind of stuff
1: yeah, but but you just said it. You just had exposure. So you gave yourself an opportunity to try something new. You gave you and, and, and no and not not that you're not super talented. I mean, it comes natural. You come from a, a bloodline of talent, right? But because of your environment, that was success. So let me go ahead and use my talent and go ahead and rock out and be like what I see, right? Yep. But the moment that you said let me explore something different let me see let me see what the other side of me can produce let me see what what this side of mm-hmm. and i think that that you know a lot of times we don't we don't allow ourselves to explore a new side. I would not be where, I, now, and I say this because I do believe that I've always been called to be an entrepreneur. I can remember my cousins, we sitting in the room and we t- typing away, playing office. I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was an entrepreneur. Unfortunately, he just sold the wrong stuff. Right, I just right. believe that, you know, this was supposed to be for me, but if I wasn't open to exploring and, and not uh, falling into what was familiar or what was comfortable, like, where would I be? But because you were open to exploring, you're like, man, let me look at this side. Let me see what this looked like. Now it it catapulted you into a whole nother way of living.
0: Yeah, like you you said something dope. Allow yourself to explore a new side. Now, the reason that like resonated with me is because when I was younger, all I wanted to do was play basketball. It's like one mm-hmm. side of my family was a basketball family. The other side of my family was a music family. So I played mm-hmm. basketball up until really high school. And when that didn't work, I started rapping. I picked up music when basketball didn't work because those were the two families I came from. And to your point, I really had only seen people do things one way. But by the grace of God, like because entrepreneurship was also in my household, like I got to watch people like build things from scratch, both the music on one side and business on another. And what that did for me to the point, like talking about like, you don't always copy and paste. I was able to take experiences from my family and customize them to say, wait a minute. I just found a new side of me that I didn't know existed. Like you said, in 2011, this is what happened in 2011. Right. So I took that job. And I remember I was with my new boss. I actually just talked to him yesterday. That's funny. We, we talked yesterday for the first time probably in a year or so. And um, I remember we were riding in a car. We were out in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And I asked him a question. I was like, for this job, because the job was a lot. I, I'm going to be real. It was more than I ever, more responsibility than I ever had. And I asked him, I was like, man, it seems like a lot. If I was going to excel at one thing in this job, what should it be? And he looked me in my eyes and he told me, he said, if you go out and you develop new business, he said, new business is the the bloodline of the organization. If you go and excel at that, like everything else will like won't matter. So yeah, I went out, I turned into a madman. I was working until midnight. I would go and work all day to go find new business to uh, customers to bring in. And at night I would spend all the time doing the paperwork. I was in that year number three in the United States of America for new business for restaurants in wow. the in the segment I worked in. Wow. They sent me and my wife. Me and my wife got to go to New York. They had we had dinner, all on all on the company, all expense. Took us to dinner with the executives on a yacht on the Hudson River around uh, circling around a, a Statue of Liberty. Took us to the top of the Empire State Building took us to a New York Mets game. We stayed at the uh, the Hyatt, uh, Grand Central Hyatt, next to Grand Central State. What I'm saying is, then I got exposed to some new stuff. I'll stop there. Here's the what, I, what I'm trying to give people, and the reason I'm giving this level of detail, is definitely ain't to brag. My point is, I want you to see how, if I didn't stay on the track and explore something new, one new thing kept introducing me to other new stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in Ten years—it's never stopped. Like that. Like this is what I—I I, I just gave people the first year; it never stopped. Like 2021, 2022. Like, and so I know for you, you gave us those first those first couple years. I want you to take us home, and kind of give us—you—you you could go wherever you want to go as far as like timeline, like I just did. But I want Mm -hmm. you to make the connection for you, because the reason I'm having both of us do it is because I'm talking from the professional side of corporate America, the people that work. You talking to our entrepreneurs, even though we both kind of do both. I like the dynamic of our different experiences. So can you make another just like you connected that first dot? Because somebody out there don't believe like and that's why I'm trying to give real life detail like yeah you we might not have the most instagram followers in the world and and that's not always the goal and and the reason i want people to be focused on the process is because i want them to see that the process produces fruit like we not just talking And everybody don't have to see your fruit i ain't never told that story i just told before right now 10 years later it's a 10 year marathon i'm living a book that i ain't wrote yet so all right i want you to connect some dots go ahead
1: Check this out, because you you just said something when you talked about, you know, how he said all you have to do is go out and make new business partnerships. How did you do that?
0: With your words. Say it again. How did
1: I... How did you do that? You did that with your words. You did that with your personality. You did that with your character. All the things that you pour into your music, all the things that you pour into this podcast, all that. This is just naturally Jermaine. When Jermaine, when when people came around, it was always he gonna make us laugh. He has personality. You know, he can create the conversation. I'm saying that to say that sometimes we're introduced to our gift a certain way, Mm. right? And so So I remember, and I was just laughing with you before we jumped on uh, to to do the show. We had a a, a, um, what you call it? What did I just say? We did with the kids.
0: parent-teacher conference. (laughs) Parent-teacher
1: conference. Goodness, I couldn't get it out. We just had parent-teacher conference, right? And so the teacher's like, yes, you know, your son, you know, he's just so friendly and so popular and everybody loves him. And I used to get in trouble for that. I used to get threes and citizenship like never before. I was told to stop talking. You talk too much. You need to, you know, take the batteries out of your neck, all (laughs) type of stuff, right? Right. But this is what has allowed me to produce the multiple streams of income that we have. And so sometimes our gifts are introduced to us a certain way, and we're expected to use them a certain way. But if we stay on the track, God will begin to show you how you're able to take that gift and multiply it. You may have never thought that you were going to use your voice. You always thought your voice belonged in a microphone, but it does. It belongs in a microphone at business conferences when you're teaching and training other people on how to get to where you are. It belongs on Inspire God's people when you're teaching and training people on how to become what God has called them to be. All I'm saying is, is while you're on the track, be okay with exploring the things around you. Because I would have never in a million years, I remember leaving my nine to five. This conversation will never leave me. I sat at the table, I told my then supervisor, I said, I am getting ready to go full time in my business. I had laid out the whole plan, y'all. I had a whole coaching program. Mind you, I didn't even know what a coach was. Okay, I had a whole coaching program laid out on the table. I told my then supervisor, I said, "I'm out of here." His very words were, "So you expect people to pay you to encourage them?" Wow. I sat back like, "Dang, that do sound dumb." <laughs> Like that do sound crazy, wow. and I like kind of check myself for a minute. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's it. I guess so, because <laughs> this is what God has called me to, right? But if I had of not allowed myself to explore the track, or if I had of allowed the obstacles to stop me, the people in the stands booing me because baby, family will boo you. You got people in the stands yeah. booing you. You got obstacles on the track. You got people. You got the sun up, the sun down. I say it all the time that entre- 4 time entrepreneurship is like a slow jog in a snowstorm with no shoes on, right? And if you're from Michigan, then listen, you already know. And so I just wanted to connect that dot there so that you can see, and that's so that the people who are listening can see that while you may be gifted in the area, you got to figure out how can I not only use this gift to serve God, but how can I use this gift to create a new life?
0: And What can I do? The importance of what you're saying is that's the importance of being exposed to something new because we we are only shown one way to use a gift. Like, yeah, oh, yes. you can talk, okay, do this. Like, go. And like you said, what's so crazy Toya, is, again, because it's a 10-year marathon, maybe it was in year, what, 2016-ish, I think. Then they started finding out I did music. So that's five years into the marathon. And then yep. I started getting booked. I have done three to four corporate engagements to rap. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? And I'm talking rap at like one of the places I rapped at was the Soundboard um, in Motor City. And that's like where famous people who come to Detroit, that's one of the places, that's one of the venues they rap or perform or yeah. do entertainment in. And I have been on that stage and it was so crazy, right? I wrote, I, um, you know, they had me like write little corporate raps or whatever. um, You know, basically like picture like a commercial, like, and I performed it live on stage in front of a crowd and I remember when I came off stage keep in mind the the workers that work there they don't work for our company so obviously the audience they know I work here and they seeing me in a different light but the workers working the lights and the stage and monitors when I came off stage and went to the back they were like you know kicking it with me they was like so so where, where did the company find you at? How did they book you like where, where do you They didn't know I worked there. They that thought you I was, there. They thought I was a hired artist to come to this corporate event. and my point with that is is exactly what you said. It's the fact that God can use you in so many ways and we get limited to one or two ways, and we yep. never give ourselves the opportunity to explore something new, but the importance of this marathon. Is exploration.
1: Yep. Can I can I say something yeah, that's gonna pinch a no nerve? Listen, no I know we just said we about to close out, but look, this is about to pinch a nerve. The reason why we're so accustomed to using our gift in one area is because most times our gifts was birthed in ministry, and so when it's time for us to take the business to the marketplace. We struggle because we don't know how to take that gift and multiply it. We don't know how to use it in other areas because it was exhausted in one area and no one never told us how valuable it was. It was more so let me use it. Let me use it. Let me use it. It's good. But it was never, ever shown to us how it could be used in other areas and other different ways.
0: And we limit God to that. To those yep. four walls, whether it be church or whatever church you go to or whatever. We think God only exists in there. I just had to say that. And and not that anything is definitely not wrong with using your gift in the four walls of the church. But to your point, Toya, when you never cultivate and know how to give that to people outside of church, because let's yep. be real, most of our life is lived outside of church. Yep. And that's where you,
1: that's where you get stuck. No, no, no. You good. I'm just saying I'm, I'm agreeing with you. That's where we get stuck because we're so used to using it either in that four walls or maybe that's not where your gift was birthed. Maybe, you know, like you said, maybe you were watching TV or maybe you were with friends and you only saw it one way. But like we said, that's the whole point of, of being open to explore. And like you said, we can, we can go on and on about this. And this is where my passion lies, man, because When you really learn your value, when you really learn like Jesus died on the cross for you, like he had you in mind. The person that's listening to this right now, he was like, I'm dying for this person. And when you have when you really take the time to just embrace that thought, like, do you know that I was on Jesus mind? When he was on the cross, it, it makes you look at life differently. It makes you want to show up differently. It makes you want to respond to life differently. And so when you take that same that same idea and now you start putting it into the thing that he's called you to do. He said that he, he, he intricately put you together in your mother's womb. He knows every piece of hair that's on your head. You can't tell me that he didn't call you to do something great. You can't tell me that. It, it makes no sense. So well, he, he knows how many hairs is on your head, but he don't care whether or not you live or die spiritually. Yeah, no, I don't believe
0: it. Yeah, no, and and here's the thing too, we we got to make sure that when we find our purpose, that we find our passion. And yeah. and, uh, and sometimes man, we lack passion and drive. Cause at the end of the day, when I like when I when I tell that story, like when 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 the when when my boss told me. This is what you you know. All you got to do, focus on new business. I wanted to be the best, and they were keeping score. And so I, I'm gonna say this, and, and I'm really gonna we gonna wrap it up because we giving we got <laughs> we got a whole bunch of time to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. In future shows, but the the thing, the problem with some of us is we ain't keeping score. And, and part of when I asked you, Toya, like, all right, let's. Hey, where where did you start? Where where are you now? How did you manage the pandemic? What I'm trying to do is keep score cuz if you yeah. if you playing the game and you just going and you ain't never tracking nothing you 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 not tracking cuz you scared to see the results you scared to see that you ain't scored no points in 2 years and what yeah. I loved is that my boss they they would come out with weekly reports to let you know where you were in the standings for new business and I started wanting to be the best and because they was tracking it, I started getting passionate. I started being like, oh, I got to stay up a little later because I got to do this. And my thing is something has to drive you. I was driven off of winning a trip to New York. You got to find whatever it is in that moment, wherever you're at in your race on this track, you're going to need to find different passions and things that will drive you to get to that next level. In 2012 for me, it was the, it was getting denied for the house. That's what drove me to want good credit. The reason I have excellent credit today ain't for I ain't gonna say it for no other reason, but it's because that moment 10 years ago drove me. It turned me into a madman. I did not like it. You got to find a way not to like something.
1: Yeah, right, I'm done. no, absolutely. No, I'm, 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 I'm with done. you. I, I'm I definitely done. agree with, you know, with it, with my thing is this and for real, we close it with purpose. When you are fulfilling your assignment so that you can fulfill God's purpose, you have to find passion in it because that's what's going to keep you moving forward. If anybody asks me, Latoya, what made you keep getting up? I promise y'all it's because of the people. And that makes the cra. Like, so you telling me that you endured all of that for people? Yes, I know that sounds nuts. But if you think about it, Jesus did the same thing for us. And sometimes we don't. We look at it that way because we're looking for what we can get out of it, right? We're looking at, you know, well, what can I gain? Now, don't get me wrong. In your persistence, in your consistency, in you getting up, guess what? You will reap a harvest. You will get the reward. But as we've been talking about this entire time, you gotta stay committed to the process. With that, I'm I'm done. (laughs)
0: We're gonna go ahead and close out. We're gonna gonna let it go. I'm I'm gonna just say this, man. You can't be cute trying to run a 10 year marathon. Some That's people are trying it. to be too cute, like trying to jog, You trying to keep your hair right. Like it's been ugly, man. It, it's been some times I, I done been broke. I done, like, you know, Listen. like that is, is I, I done told people we lived in a one bedroom apartment that when if you spin in a circle, you could be in a living room to the kitchen, <laughs> to the bathroom. All you got to do is turn around been there. in the next room. So, hey, man, imagine doing great. that
1: with, with three kids, though. Or yeah, no, no, it was two at the time. I like, come even, on.
0: I don't even want to because I don't know Listen. where the kids the kids can't fit <laughs> <laughs> they can't fit nah hey man this was great Toya we gonna be back um in a couple weeks man I'm looking forward to having you a part of the IGP family and uh, Absolutely. you know go take care of them bad kids and, and that bad husband Meech meet it's, like it's, a bad it's, it's more the
1: husband it's yeah, right it's a more the husband kid. than the kids be the bad influence <laughs> nah,
0: alright man I'll holla at you alright new place new mercy can I get some New journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. New grace, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. I'm feeling brand new, wondering what we could do just to be productive. You won't catch me catching Pikachu. Too busy, too witty, won't see a crew with me, but I keep it a 100 like 250s. That's kind of hard these days, because everything you say, they feeling some kind of way. I'm like, what's the way to heaven? They like some kind of way. I'm like, day Monday, this is some kind of day. So to work I go. 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 New place, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I I woke up feeling brand new, new grace, new mercy, can I get some, new day, new journey, can I get some, new job, new money, can I get some, I woke up feeling brand new, new grace, new mercy, man, I need some, not your average artist and I never want to be.